KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah. You're listening to the Erev Shabbat program, Erev Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Bereshit, Kaftet Tishrei, Tafshinayin. I'm your host, Jonathan Snowbell. The Erev Shabbat program is Lili Lui Nishmat Shalom Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel. Crossroads. That's the feeling that I have of the time that we're in. A time between end and beginning, end of the year, beginning of the year. We talk about Rosh Hashanah as if it's the beginning of the year, but in fact the whole period is both the beginning and the end of the year. Chagas Sukkot is described in the Torah as Tkufat Hashanah, or Betzet Hashanah, the end of the year. We start the cycle of reading the Parshiot and the Torah. We start from Bereshit, that's the beginning. That means what was before was the end. Vizot HaBracha, we read on Simchat Torah, meaning that it was the end of the year. And then we are at the beginning of the year, in fact, now. Not four weeks ago, nearly four weeks ago, on Rosh Hashanah. With that in mind, something from everything that took place in the last month, we have to be able to take it with us into the coming months, into the coming year. I think it's uh, Rav Hutner, I believe I heard it in his name, says that when we pray on the Amidav, Shloshara Galim, the, the, the tefillah that we say during the, the Chagim, Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot, V'hasi'einu Hashem alokeinu et birkat mo'adecha l'chaimu l'shalom l'simcha u'sason. The meaning of V'hasi'einu is help us take it with us, the birkha of the mo'ed, into our lives. And this is actually what I wanted to talk about today. within the context of the Chagim and its impact on the whole year. And on a smaller level, Shabbat versus the days of the week. Because being at this crossroad that we're at, the Chagim are behind us. Perhaps it's not too late to find out how the Chagim impact us into the future months. And that means that Shabbat becomes far more prominent again. And Shabbat was really swallowed up in this year's Chagim because every Chag pretty much fell out on a Shabbat. I mean, the Shabbat's significance, besides the fact that we couldn't cook on the Yom Tov, was shunted aside. But Shabbat becomes more prominent because that's all we have. Because we don't have Chagim until Pesach. We have Rabbinic Chagim. But in any case, even until then, we have a good nearly two months where all we have is six days of the week and Shabbat. And of course, Shabbat becomes prominent because we're, talk, we're, we're 
Erev Shabbat Bereshit. Where Shabbat's significance becomes in the forefront from the parasha itself. I would, as an example, use myself as an example and say that I am a Jew of Tishrei. The the series of holidays in Tishrei are very significant to me. I'm sure they're significant to many people. But beyond uh, the regular, not for the sake of boasting, but just for the sake of getting across the message of how significant Tishrei is to me, I, I spend much of the time of Tishrei as a Shulich Tzibur, whether it's on Yamim Noraim, whether it's on Chag Sukkot, or I'm involved in a Karlbach minion during Cholamoid. Got to Daven Geshem this year. Without going into too many details, for several months before Tishrei, I'm looking forward to the, the, the month as taking me to new, uh, to new heights or renewing old heights. And when that month is over, it's a letdown. Because whether it's on a vain level that I'm no longer the, the chazan and standing in front of the community, or whether on a real level that the tefillot are very significant, the tefillah of Rosh Hashanah is something very special, the tefillah of Halel uh, and Sukkot, where we take the Arba Minim, is very significant, it's something that I can identify with, it's behind, it's not there anymore. So, being a Jew of Tishrei, Going into the upcoming year, at this point, is a big letdown. And it's very difficult to head into the year. Because the peaks, as it were, seem to be behind me. When we're growing up and talking about Shabbat, we have an ideology around the day of Shabbat. And we talk about Shabbat in terms, in superlative terms, that Shabbat gives us the content for our whole lives, for our whole week. And that is correct. However, Using the example of a Jew of Tishrei and the and the pitfalls that it might set up for one, I'd like to make the same claim about Shabbat as well. Shabbat is one day in a seven-day week. We can't be. We cannot build ourselves. to live through the 120 years of our lives just around Shabbat. We cannot be disappointed when Shabbat is over and only be pining for Shabbat to come throughout the week. 
can only be in that mindset because there's six days of the week. And setting ourselves up as Shabbat Jews is 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 dangerous. Because there's six days of the week that we have to deal with without Shabbat. Sure, Saturday night is Motzei Shabbat, and Friday is already Erev Shabbat, we're preparing, we're going to, heading towards Shabbat. Certainly Jews in Chutzlaretz who don't have off on Friday and are going to work have less of the feeling of uh, Erev Shabbat than people here in Eretz Yisrael where it's more standard that people aren't going into work on Friday. Perhaps in Chutz Laaretz there's a little bit more of a feeling of Motzei Shabbat going into Sunday. But, whichever way we're going to pull the days, there's a chunk of days in the middle that we have to know how to deal with. And Rav Luchenstein always made an ideology out of Sheshit Yamim Tavod Vasita Komalachtecha. Sheshit Yamim Tavod Vasita Komalachtecha, Vyom Ashri Shabbat Lashem Lokecha. Six days you work and, and you do everything that you need to do. And then on the seventh day of Shabbat, the seventh day of Shabbat is not necessarily just the end. And the six days are the means. No, Rav Lachansin claims that that is an end unto itself. We need to be productive. We need to be creative. We need to have significance in the six days of our lives. We cannot draw all our significance from our lives out of Shabbat. There needs to be something that we are doing during the week that is significant. We need to build an ideology of significance out of what we do during the week. Because that is, do the math, six-seventh of our lives is not on Shabbat. And I can pull a little bit here and I can pull a little bit there that this part is also connected to Shabbat and that part is also connected to Shabbat. But we're talking about well over 75% of our lives is not on Shabbat. Okay, and I can pull in the Chagim, but we get the picture here. And we need to have an ideology of Sheshit Yamim Tavod. We cannot be, if I just started talking about a Jew of Tishrei, we can't be Jews of Shabbat. We cannot build our entire, entire Jewish perspective around the fact that I have Shabbat and Shabbat will save me. We have to have an ideology for the six days of the week of Sheshit Yamim Tavod Vasita Komalachtecha. Perhaps in a... Again, this is a very, maybe Galut idea, Chutzlaret's idea. In a world where we're interacting with non-Jewish values, perhaps with anti-Semitism, if you take a shtetl in Europe, in Russia, and you're interacting with the non-Jews who constantly have to suspect them, are they out to get you, are they, when, is it, when are they planning the next pogrom, and Shabbat somehow is a different world in which you're not facing the non-Jew, you're internally facing your community, facing the Jewish world, and Shabbat is an escape from the world. And Shabbat is an escape from the everyday life. But this is 
what Rav Lichtenstein, I once heard him say, is uh, not in this context, but in a different context, an island ideology. Where we live from getting from one island to the next island. The world around us is a sea, and in a sea you can drown, and on an island you're safe. So during the week, and again, he didn't use the mashal of Shabbat in the days of the week, but I'm, I'm using it in that context. The days of the week are a sea, and we have to survive it and get to the, to the island, which is Shabbat. I don't want to survive the days of the week. I want to live and make significance of the days of the week. In a similar vein, I do not want to be a Jew of Tishrei, and then somehow I have to get through the ocean of the rest of the year in order to get back to Tishrei. That's detrimental to myself. That's no good. That leaves me without an ang- without any type of boat to hold on to. I want my whole life to be a continent, not an island. And I'd like Shabbat and Tishrei to be some sort of peaks, some sort of context to hold everything together. But I do not want to see the six days of the week, nor the rest of the days of the year, before and after Tishrei, as some sort of treading water, some sort of swimming before I get to an island. And I think it's important for everybody to develop that. I'm not giving answers, but I am giving a structure, a cognitive structure for people to use, to think for themselves. And the importance that we put an ideology, put thought into what, what it is we do our whole lives, and its significance. Now we look around, and here I want to just dedicate a minute to some sort of thoughts. We look around, different people are doing different things. You know, here I am sitting in a, in a room of the yeshiva, and there are people here in the yeshiva who are learning Torah, teaching Torah throughout the week. And for those people, this challenge is not a difficult challenge. In fact, Shabbat is more of a difficult challenge for them. Because on Shabbat, they're not learning at the same intensity. There are those people who are involved in fields where they're constantly helping others, reaching out to others, teachers, social workers. For many of us, what we are doing is making a living. We don't necessarily see tremendous significance to what we do beyond the fact that we're bringing in a parnasa for our family. But that's significant too. And we need to teach ourselves to pad that significance. Whether it's making a parnasa, whether it's taking care of our families, taking care of our children, taking care of our spouses, taking care of our parents. Those are the routine of our everyday lives. We need to step aside and look at ourselves from the outside and realize the significance of what we're doing every day. Not as, I do this every day so I can get to Shabbat. But, what am I doing every day and why is this significant to me? And for some people, Parnasa and taking care of children and spouses is significant significance for them. Pardon me. That's significant enough for them. For other people, they have to look for 
other outlets to put content significance into their lives. But this I leave as a challenge to you, the listener, to, to face this and to question yourself and to figure out how is six days you work and you do everything you need to do as an ends into itself and not just as a means to not just some sort of way of getting to Shabbat. And these are my few words for the beginning, the real beginning of the year, the beginning of the year without Rosh Hashanah and Aseri, Meichuvah and Yom Kippur and, and Sukkot, and Sukkot and its tremendous ability to encompass us with mitzvot so that everything that we do is significant. We eat, we drink, we sleep. We just sit in the sukkah and it's a mitzvah. And briefly, this is of course what we need to do with our everyday lives and find out how we can give content to all our mundane actions in our everyday life. And we've discussed this in the past. But that is the true significance of Chag Sukkot. But we have to do that without the sukkah, without the Arba Minim, and without all the tefillot, and without the family around us constantly that we have during Chag Sukkot. We have to do that on our own in our everyday lives. And that's essentially the challenge that I'm posing here for all of our listeners. There's one more challenge I want to pose to all our listeners, and that has to do with the Arab Shabbat program. Not exactly sure where where I'm going forward with the Arab Shabbat program, and that's on two levels. A, am I continuing to do the Arab Shabbat program? It's not easy thing for me to fit in. But it's something that is important to me. And B, if I am continuing, how do I diversify it? How do I give it something different? We've been doing this now, I think, for at least a couple of years. And I'd like to hear, once again, I'm the person who every once in a while turns to the listeners and says, are you out there? Are there anybody? Is anybody listening to KMTT? Is anybody listening to the Arab Shabbat program? And you can send feedback to the website of KMTT, so you usually get those. Or you can send directly to my email, jsnowbell, J-S-N-O-W-B-E-L-L, at gmail.com. I'd be happy to hear if there is something different you'd like to see us doing on the Arab Shabbat program. More of a halachic focus, more of a focus on a book. Should we be... Moving away from Parsha Shavua, that we've been flexible with that as well, should we be learning something else together? So I'd be happy to hear your feedback. It'll help me decide as to whether I'm able to continue doing the Arab Shabbat program on the one hand, and if yes, in what way? More of the same, something different. Your feedback is important and useful to me in this instance. And uh, very much appreciated. So again, you can either give me feedback through the website of KMTT, or you can write me an email, jsnowbell, J-S-N-O-W-B-E-L-L, at gmail.com. And on that note, I wish all our listeners to find significance in their 
everyday activities and in a different Erev Shabbat program, once you've found significance in your everyday activities, we can then discuss Shabbat in that context, not as an island, uh, a life a life jacket in the sea of the everyday life, but as some sort of peak within the continent, some sort of mountain that we can reach within our everyday life. Shabbat Shalom. May you have a significant Shabbat, and may you have a significant week after.